Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. As you are all aware, today is Founders Day service. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for the life of our bishop. Hallelujah. Amen. God sent a perfect gift to us over 50 years ago. And as the years keep on coming along, we have seen the gift that he is to God to us and the gift that is from God. So we thank God for his life and we are very blessed to have him. Amen. 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 We will pray for him. Actually, why don't you pray for him now before we even preach? Father, we thank you for the life of our bishop. Thank you for adding another year to his life. Thank you for his good health, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. Thank you that you are giving perfect health spiritually, perfect health mentally, and perfect health physically. Thank you for his family. You build a hedge around him. Thank you that he will continue to shine as a light to the nations. 190 nations in the world. May his ministry be planted in all those countries. And may he draw many to Christ. Mm-hmm. And Father, we thank you that through him, you, we, all of us have found something to do in your kingdom. Yes. We bless him. And we say thank you for his life. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So today, uh, I'm continuing on my series, which is very easy. I'm talking about honor. Honor. Hallelujah. Amen. And I think it's a very, very good thing. We understand it well. So we'll do it right. Because there's a blessing in it. Amen. Mm-hmm. So last week I started sharing with you about the honor, you know, and uh, like I said in Romans chapter 13, verse 7, so we have a lot of things to do, so let's preach quickly. Romans 13, verse 7. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Amen. Amen. The Bible is telling us we should render therefore to all their due. Tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom is due, fear to whom fear is due, and honor to whom honor is due. Amen. Amen. So God gives us specific instructions to honor. And uh, last week I spoke to you about uh, some, not every relationship deserves to be honored, but some relationships thrive on you honoring those relationships. Mm And last week I spoke to you about two important relationships. Uh, one was two, I mean, last week was uh, Mother's Day. So I talked about honoring your parents. The Bible expects us to honor our parents. And uh, today, and, and also I talked about honoring God. You know, don't, don't, don't lift anything. Don't lift anything above honoring God. Not at all. He's the greatest. He is the greatest. One, he's the greatest. And two, he's a jealous God. You know, that's why, this, when, that's why when the young ruler came to ask Jesus Christ, what is master? What is the greatest commandment? No, the guy, when the guy came to ask him, he, had, he said, oh, this I've done, I've, I've worshipped my mother, I've given, so what is the greatest commandment? Then Jesus told him, the greatest commandment, the greatest. You see, the greatest. When you hear the word greatest, it means they are lesser, okay? He said the greatest. It doesn't mean that the other commandments are not important. But he said the most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. Loving God, honoring him, that is supreme. Amen. 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 
So today I want to also continue more about, so we spoke about honoring God, honoring your parents. Today I want to talk about other relationships that we must put emphasis on honoring, which is honoring, honoring our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Honoring our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. How do you honor Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is not on earth. He's not around here, but how do you honor him? Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. Amen. Period. Jesus Christ. How do you honor Jesus Christ? You honor God. Jesus Christ is not on earth. But we honor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by receiving those that he, he sent. Jesus said, He that receiveth you receiveth me, me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. So the way to honor Jesus Christ is to honor God's servant that he sent to them. That's it. Because if you were to see Jesus Christ today, you will honor him. But he's not here today. But he said that anybody that comes in my name, that's why the Bible said that blessed is he. The Bible said that blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed is he. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So it's an honor to receive. When, when, you, when you receive somebody because he comes in the name of the Lord, you are honoring Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. In the same vein, you see, in the same vein, when you attack the church, when you attack the church or you fight the church or you disrespect the church, you are disrespecting Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Amen. In Acts, <clears throat> Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 4. Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 4. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Mm. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Amen. 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 Saul set out on his journey to go and persecute the church in Damascus. And the Bible says, a light branch, a light bright shone around him. And he heard a voice. Paul did, Saul did not see who was going to attack just went attacking the church. And Jesus said, look, why are you, he said, so, so, why are you persecuting me? And, and so I said, who are thou? He said, I am Jesus, who thou persecutest. So any attack on the church, whether it is from the government, whether it's from family, whether it's from an individual, once it's the church, you are attacking Christ. That is why we have to be very careful not to criticize churches. That's why we have to be very careful not to, you know, some people think that the church is a useless appendage. No. Mm. The church is not a useless appendage at all, especially in this day and age. All of us are beginning to see that a lot of things that we acquire on earth, the money, the fame, I mean, all the planes are on the ground. All the planes are on the ground. We are now all beginning to see that, look, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. Mm -hmm. So the church can never be an, a useless entity. So let us be very, very careful the way we treat the church. Preach. Amen. Amen. Be very, very careful. Jesus said that when you persecute the church, you know, when you criticize, when you criticize the church, there are some people, they have made it their business to criticize churches and pastors. Please don't. Let me tell you something. Let me, see, let me give you a, a piece of advice, a very good piece of advice, okay, which you, you will find in, um, in, in, in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 5, verses 38 to 39. This is a very good advice. 
Acts chapter 5, verse 38 to 39. Acts chapter 5, verses 38 to 39. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it. Lest happily ye be found even to fight against God. Amen. Amen. This was what Gamaliel said in the, in the high priest. He said, now I'm saying to you. We we're talking about persecuting the church uh, to kill Barnabas and all this. He said, look, guys, I am telling you, I'm telling you, refrain from this and leave them alone. Okay? Be, leave them alone because if what they are doing, it is if, if what they are doing is of man, it will not work. If what they are doing, we was talking about the early apostles, if what they are doing is man, if it's man, if it's a man, it will not work. But if it is of God, verse 39, but if it's of God, okay, but if it's of God, you cannot overtake it. So basically what Gamaliel was telling the look, anything in the name of the church, whether you believe it or not, it is not in your place to criticize. Leave it alone. Because we know that if it is not of God, it is only a matter of time. It will fizzle out. How many times, I mean, how many times I mean you hear some so-called prophets come on time, they are on stage, they are talking, they are doing, I mean, over a, even, though, even though some of the things were shady, it is not in our place to criticize. But over time, they faded away. Over time. That's it. It's true. So it's never in anybody's place to criticize the church. It is to God. Because if it is of God, it will stand. The Bible says that whatsoever, of, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this, you understand? And the Bible said the planting of the Lord, it shall surely stand. So whether it's a false prophet, whether it's a dubious prophet, it is not you and I, our place to criticize. Leave it alone. If it is of God, it will stand. If it is not of God, it will fizzle. Because anytime you pick up, you make it your duty to criticize a church, a pastor, or you, may not, you, you may not know that you are actually fighting against Jesus Christ. And mm. Jesus said that it is hard, it is hard to kick against the pricks. Preaching. Preaching work. Amen. 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 Well, let's learn to leave the church alone. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, because you, and, and, and rather, have the attitude of honoring Jesus Christ. He said that if you, if you honor those who honor me, if you, if, if you receive those that I sent, you have received me. Amen. Amen. Another important relationship that I want us to develop is your, to, to honoring the Holy Spirit, to honor the Holy Spirit. Okay? To honor the Holy Spirit. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. Go ahead. Of how much sore punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy, who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant, wherewith he was sanctified, an unholy thing, and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Amen. 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 Is it, is it of how much moral punishment? Shall we, brothers? Those who say, uh, of how much moral punishment? Okay, when you disrespect or, or, or despite the Spirit of grace, look. There is something about the Holy Spirit. The Bible said that you receive a sorrow punishment when you despise the Holy Spirit. And how do you despise the Holy Spirit? You despise the Holy Spirit when you have a tendency of despising miracles, despising testimonies, despising something that is supernatural. Or, or even in this day and age, there are people who, mock, who make mockery of speaking in tongues. You see, when somebody is speaking in tongues, don't make mockery of it. Preach. Yeah. No, oh, are you also the you hear them say that? Oh, 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 really? <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't ever make mockery of it. Okay, he says that. I mean, and they shall speak with new tongues. So if you don't speak in tongues, 
Don't despise it. Some people just mock. They mock. They mock the language of the Holy Spirit. I beg you, don't. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Respect Amen. the Holy Spirit because as for the Holy Spirit, if you get on, if you if you if, if you despise Him, you say that how much more shorter punishment. So let us learn to respect the Holy Spirit. You see, and also and also more another way to let us to another way we should respect the Holy Spirit. You see, when somebody is preaching or somebody is teaching under the influence, be careful not to criticize it. Because hmm. that's the Holy you may, you, you may easily find yourself criticizing the Holy Spirit. Okay? So let's honor the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Yeah. And, 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 and also even, even lying. You know, I, I keep on saying to people, you see, let me show you the scripture before I even talk about that. Honoring the Holy Spirit. Go to the book of Acts. Ananias and Sapphira. Okay? Let me show you. Ananias and Sapphira. They went and sold their own land. It was their own property, okay? It was their own property. Then they brought it to the apostles. Then Peter asked them, how much did you sell it? Then they gave a ridiculous amount. Both the man, the man gave a ridiculous amount, he died. The woman also gave a ridiculous amount, he died. And, and Peter asked them a question, why have you lied to the Holy Spirit? Mm. You see, they thought they were lying to Peter. But Peter said, no, no, you're not lying to me at all. You are lying to the Holy Spirit. Yes, so, like I keep on, yes, yes. What's the reason? Why is that? Is it, okay? You see, thou hast lied not unto me, but unto God. The Holy Spirit. You know? So one of the things I tell my church members is that you can lie to your boss. You can lie to your husband. You can even lie to your children. But never lie to the pastor. Yes, no, 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 no. You see, it, 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 in the case of Ananias and Sapphira, they die immediately when they lie. Boy. But you and I, in this day, you may not die physically. But mm. as you lie to the pastor, something in you dies. Yes. Mm. So, so the last person you should lie to is the man of God. Preaching. Don't lie to a pastor unless you don't believe that he's a man of God. Don't, because it comes with a price. Amen. 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 I said, amen. 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 Wonderful. Are you getting blessed? Yes. yes. So where, where are we now? How many? How many honors have I given you? Number one was what? Honor God. Remember? Yes. All right, and then number two was what? Number two was what? Honor your, your parents, isn't it? Yes. Hmm? Honor your parents, right? Yes. Then number three is honor Jesus by honoring those He sent. Number four, honor the Holy Spirit by respecting spiritual things. Amen. 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 Now let's come to more honor before I, I finish my message today. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Another level of honor that mm, sometimes we struggle with is honoring your husband. <laughs> Rev, Rev, should you go there? I don't know whether I should go there, but I'll, I'll try and venture there. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Okay. I'll try to go there. Huh? You know, honoring your husband. This is what this is another area we struggle with. Mm. See, I started by saying that every relationship that you give honor to, it feeds the relationship, it makes it better. And the Bible says that the husband is the head of the wife. Amen. Amen. So it is expected, it is expected in a normal Christian relationship for the wife to honor the husband. Hey, preach, mm. yeah. Reverend. It is expected for the wife 
to honor the husband. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and if you want to, the relationship to grow or you want to feed onto the relationship, then honor him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, let me say something. You know, um, let's look at this story in Esther. Esther chapter 1, verse 17. Esther chapter 1, verse 17. Esther chapter 1, verse 17. For this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women. Please, so wait, that, let them show the screen so that we all can see it. Go ahead. Esther chapter 1, verse 17. For this deed, for this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes, when it shall be reported to the king of Assyrius, commanded Vashti, the queen, to be brought in before him, but she came not. Whoa! Yeah. This is the story. Mm. This, is, this is what happened, the background. There was King Hazarus, who organized a huge celebration. Maybe Independence Day, he was a king, so maybe Independence Day, or July 4th. He invited all dignitaries to come. So, I mean, because he was a great king. He invited dignitaries, dignitaries to come. And when they sat down and the dignitaries had come, she inv he invited his wife, who was very beautiful, to come around, you know. And the wife, Vashti, sent a message through the messenger that go and tell them I'm not coming. Mm. Why? You should look, look at the picture. Go and tell him I am not coming. You see? And and, I, I, and, and, and the the Bible said that, look, this thing that she has done, mm -hmm. this thing that she has done, if we don't do something about it, it will set a bad precedent. Mm -hmm. for, this, for this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall dis despise or disrespect their husbands, because they are supposed to respect their husbands in their eyes. The way so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes when they shall be reported. If, we, if, if this her behavior is not dealt with, it will set a bad precedent. Otherwise, very soon, Everybody will be despising their husband because that's the example the queen set. Oh, mm. yeah. really big. Mm. So, 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 so here, the word is that wives are supposed to honor their husband if you want the relationship to grow. You know, believe you or me, when you, uh, you, 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 you look at the scenario, can you feel how, can you see how much the king was embarrassed with yeah. all these foreign dignitaries there? Yeah. 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 Mm. Don't true. think about it. For example, let's say Donald Trump organizes a, 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 a National Day celebration and he said that there's going to be a dinner at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. for, 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 the foreign, for the foreign dignitaries. So Mexico, Britain, China, they are all here. He said that the, the dinner will be, ho will be hosted by the First Lady at the White House at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then 6 p.m. they go and call the First Lady and say, I'm not coming. Hey! <laughs> I mean, can you see how embarrassing it was? Total disrespect. You see, what, what I'm trying to say is that it's not every, it's not that you should say yes to your husband all the time. That's not what, that's not the point here. The point here is that he embarrassed the guy. Totally mm. disrespected him. What am I trying to say? Wives, dear wives, you can disagree with your husband, but let it be in chamber. Don't disagree with your husband in public or insult him for the It's not about the, it's not about the, it's not about the disagreement, but it's about where it is done. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It, it, it is not. It, it's not. It's not that the person is right all the time, but where it is done, because she, if you had told the kid that oh, I won't come or quite in the bedroom, that's different. But you know, and you see, so what I'm saying is, you you, ha you may have something against your husband, you may have a problem with him, but the last thing you should do is to raise your voice or criticize him before the kids. When you criticize your husband 
or insulting before their children, you are setting a very bad example. It's total disrespect. Mm. Not neither should, even if you disagree with him, even if you disagree with him, the last place to exhibit that disagreement is not in public. I mean, you've gone out with your husband and you are angry. You have gone out with your husband and you are angry. And then you hold your husband's star and pull him into the car. Follow me to the hey. car. Hey! 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 preach. How do you hold a man's star in public and pull him into the car? Mm. <laughs> Boy! Look at disrespect. You see, and the Bible says you should honor. You should honor. So it's not, you see, you see, the, 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 the issue here was, was not even the no, but the occasion and the and the implication. Yes, sometimes your sometimes your husband may your, your, sometimes your husband may ask may, your husband may demand an unreasonable request, but just based on the occasion and the circumstances, just comply so you don't disgrace him. And then when you go back at home, you can go and deal with him in the bedroom. Wow. Where you preaching? That's what it is. That's what the issue was at. The really? issue is the disgrace you brought to the guy. I mean, I, I was once talking to a couple some time ago, and, and then you know how you know sometimes how counseling can get a bit heated. In the heat of the counseling and the argument, the wife in, in, in my presence look at the husband and look at the guy I bought to have and say, a fool at 40. Hey, what? <laughs> a fool at 40. I mean, my lord. Even if he's a fool at 40, not in the presence of a pastor should we say that. <laughs> Let's see. You, you see, you see why, why the, because when you read this story, the, the Bible said that if the king doesn't do something about it, very soon, even the great and the, both great wives and small wives will disrespect their husband. Because every man, whether he's great or small, deserves to be on it. Yes. Oh, Reverend, why are you talking about the wife so much? Look, listen, listen, the husband is the head, I beg you. Rev talk. Okay, I beg you. And it's an honor relationship, you know? And more, and even so, even so much more, you see, uh, marriage is 50-50. Marriage is but really, 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 if you analyze marriage carefully, I'm talking about honor, if you analyze marriage carefully, you see that really, really, in real marriage or biblical marriage, women tend to sacrifice more than the men. Mm. What's a word? It's a word. It's a word. Women have the what I'm trying to say. The women have their life more changed by a marriage than a man. Mm. Yeah. Most men their life don't change much, but women, you see, the way marriage is, was including including even your name, the name that your father gave to you when you marry, you drop, you drop it. Oh, oh, daddy. It's a must. It's a must. <laughs> oh, Reverend, why, 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 I mean, why, why can I, why can't I keep my name? Why can't I keep my name? Please. Even the name, when, you see, even the name, even the name that you, you, you drop it. The man doesn't change his name. So you see, there's a lot of changes that go on with in marriage, or there's a lot of changes that a woman go through in marriage more than the man. The man go through some changes or the man makes some sacrifice. It's not as much as the woman. So if you are the woman, you must learn that it the marriage will maybe demand more on you. And therefore, you must learn to be spiritual and comply. Otherwise, you can always fight for your... Otherwise, you'll be tempted to fight for your rights, including your name. Hmm. Why should I change... Why, why should I change my name? My, uh, why should I change... Why should I leave my father? My father who took care of me all these years and just drop his name and take, and take this man's name. Why? <laughs> why should you do that? Genesis chapter 5. I'll show you this scripture. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. 
This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God, made he him. Made he him. Good. Next verse. Male and female created he them. Created he them. See, made he him. Created he them. And what, what did he do? Continue. And blessed them. And blessed them, God. And called their name Adam. And called his or their name. Their name. No, his name. name. His or their name. She took his name. Adam. He took his name and called their name Adam. He, she took his name. Mm. Mm. One time. Why? Not call his name. Call their name. After Eve came around, he has to take Adam's name. Adam gave her name. Wow. So I know that, yes. I'm just for example, yes, you are you are you are Mr. Mr. Smithson's son. So you are called maybe uh, Gloria Smithson. But mm. now you are married to Mr. Kukrantumi. You have to change the Smithson to Kukrantumi. Because and call their name Adam in the day that way and call their name, not his name, their name. <laughs> it is good. I'm it's good I'm having a Zoom service because I'm in my house. <laughs> this type of preaching, only preach in your own house. Hmm. Remember, feel free. <laughs> yeah. So a certain honor is required. A certain honor is required in the marriage relationship where the wife is expected to honor the husband. Even if you disagree with him, not in public. Great. Amen. Amen. Aida, you've gone home. We're here. Yeah. We're here at home. Yeah, we're, we are here. Good. So, so we talked about... Uh, the, the, the next honor I want to talk about, very two important honors, quickly, is honor your, um, I mean, the honor you give to your pastor. Let's go ahead. Honoring your pastor. Okay? Honoring your pastor. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Amen. Verse 18. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Amen. Amen. Go back to 17 again, my dear. Chapter, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Amen. The Bible says, let the elders that rule well, let the elders that rule well be counted. So when it comes to a pastor, a pastor being somebody who labors in word and doctrine, what is labor in, laboring in word and doctrine? He preaches for you and he, he's teaching and preaching to you. That's the pastor. Laboring in word and doctrine. Like what I'm doing now. I am laboring in word. When you were asleep last night, I was preparing my message. I was praying. I was preaching. I was praying for you. I'm laboring in word and doctrine. So, and and for, that, for, for that matter, any pastor, any pastor, the Bible says that those who are involved in laboring, okay, they are worthy. They are, they are worthy not of honor, but double honor. It means that if a pastor does something for you, and, 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 and the paycheck is 100. You pay him 200. Bitch. Double honor. <laughs> I'm just using mine as an example. Especially. So the Bible, the Bible says that men or pastors, your pastor deserves not only honor, but double honor. Then verse 18 says that just in case you think I am saying something that I've made up. Then he said that for the scripture, okay? Just in case something, when you say things like that, oh, you are, you are preaching for your stomach. No, no. He said for the scripture, say that that shall not. So here he was quoting the scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 4. When you go home, check it. Deuteronomy 25 verse 4. That's where the scripture was. He was quoting that scripture. It's, it's there that 
Anybody who labors for the work, anybody who labors for the Lord, he, I mean, he, he's, because it's not right, it's not right to muzzle the ox that tread the corn, for that shall not muzzle, or that shall not close the mouth, or stifle the ox that's treading the corn. So the pastor is worthy of double honor. It's in the Bible. Preach. Mm, it's in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah. I can feel that the homes are quiet, but is it? It's powerful. <laughs> if somebody preaches to you, teaches you, just by the fact that he does that, it's worthy of double honor. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And then, finally, today's Founders Day, another person that deserves honor, okay? Another person that deserves honor, okay? Is your founder or your prophet. Preach. Preaching. And this one is very important. It's very, it's, it is necessary for your own well-being. Mm -hmm. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Amen. Yes, but Jesus said unto them, A prophet is what it's not. It means that a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin, in his own house. In other words, a prophet deserves to be honored. And here I am telling you, God has given us a great man of God, Bishop Dahuad Mills, a prophet. Look, who is a prophet? Who is a prophet? A prophet is somebody who says something that comes to pass. Okay. He doesn't even say something, but he does something and it comes to pass. Or Paul said, or Paul told the people, okay, the people in Asia that look, you are the seal, you are the seal of my apostleship or my prophets. The fact that a church exists, the fact that there are ministries all over the world, the fact that there are churches, branches, the fact that you are hearing me, okay, it's a sign that he is a prophet because he has caused things to exist. Or an apostle, for that matter. And the thing about people like this, you see, the thing, like, the thing about people like Bishop Black and Co. is that like you have to be very careful with them. Because, you see, when you read this account, the Bible says that because they did not honor him the right way, there he could do no miracles. Mm -hmm. hmm. it, I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. You are the one who needs, you and I, you and I are the one who needs the miracle. You see, and there he could do no mighty works. You and, you and I, you and I are the one who needs the miracles. You and I are the one who needs the mighty works. You and I are the one who need who need the breakthrough. And the Bible says that somehow by a prophet he brought Israel out, and by a prophet he established them. Our, our breakthrough is linked to our honoring a prophet. So I have not even talked. I have not even spoken about how to honor him, but I'm just talking about honoring, because there are various levels of honoring. If I have time, I'll tell you. Okay, there are various levels. Of, but but the, the fact that the fact that he needs to be honored. Okay, he needs to be honored. I mean. Uh, uh, Honoring somebody with your substance is only one way. There are so many ways you can honor somebody, which includes honoring with your substance. But there are other ways. So, so, so you lose out when you don't honor a prophet. Mm -hmm. Jesus said that. Look, Jesus said that if you give a prophet a cup of water, he said, in the name of a prophet, in the name of a prophet, you shall receive a prophet's reward. That's it. So the reason why you are giving the, the person that cup of water is because you think he's a prophet. When you do that, you receive a prophet's reward. Mm. Mm. I mean, God has blessed us. I want, let me talk about Bishop Dag a little bit. God has really blessed us with the great man of God. Prophecies, things he has done. Is, I mean, go around. If you see a church in place that he did not inherit, it, now all right, well, what does make you? What, what, who else is more of a prophet? Even the things he does. I'm mean, recently I was talking to him. Okay, look at how the world has changed. 
Even though he did not come out, he did not come out to come and say that people should start using electronic media and electronic services. He did them in advance. And lo and behold, Corona comes. It's like, wow, what did this man know? Mm. What, did, what did this man see? What did this man see that he said, look, do electronic services, do uh, try to give online, try to have meet, prayer meetings online. He did this thing, the flow services, before the lockdown came. Lo and behold, this man did it. Who is this a prophet? Look, yes, God has blessed us with, is he, with, with a great gift. So on this, on, on this his birthday, let us learn to honor him. Let us learn to appreciate him. On his birthday, he doesn't, just, just, just pray for him, honor him. And, 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 and of course, if you want to honor him with your substance, because you are also a certain spiritual person, it's even a greater blessing. He's not asking for it. But if you can see and do it, it's a blessing. And if anybody wants to do that, we're going to post a number on the screen. Please, he's not asking for it. I want to make that emphasis. On his birthday, he does not demand those things at all. No, 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 no. no. But it is still the right thing to do if you understand honoring the prophet. So, that, see, and uh, like I said, there are various levels of honoring. I mean, I believe that my time is up. I don't want to keep it long, but if you were, I will teach you about various levels of honoring. I think I did it on Tuesday. We can continue. You see, it, honoring includes even just obeying somebody's instructions. It's, it's a form of honor. Mm -hmm. I mean, stop, even stop quarreling with somebody. Oh, Reverend, what this person has done to me, I'm very, very angry, but because you, are, you have said it, I've stopped. It's honor. Just the fact that you are taking a decision because somebody you respect said it. That's honor. That's honor. Just, just, just um, paying heed or, or paying attention. Uh, that's another way. Paying attention to somebody's words. It's honor. The fact that when the person is talking, you pay attention to it. It's honor. Because anybody that you respect and you honor, when the, you'll be glad to hear the person's words. Mm -hmm. You'll be glad the person is talking to you. you, you you'll be glad in the person's presence. That is honor. Amen. 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 Are you hearing me? Yes. yes. So there are so many ways you can honor somebody. Not necessarily money. No, 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 no. No. Money is just one of the ways to honor. Or a gift. There are all ways to honor. But it, it, it includes just paying attention to the person. Respecting the person's words. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You honor your parents by listening to them. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. The father, the father, he said, my son, Proverbs chapter 4, said that my son, attend you, your, your ears to my sayings. Just attend. How do you honor your parents? How do you honor your mother? How do you honor your pastor? How do you honor your prophet? By paying attention to their words. Mm. That's all. That's all. Honor by paying attention to their words. How do you honor? How, how do you honor? You honor. Let me show you this verse. You won't believe it. You honor by not talking back. Mm. Mm. <laughs> wow. Let me show you that verse. No, no, no. no. Let, let me show them. Titus chapter 2 verse 9. Titus chapter 2, verse 9. That is chapter 2, verse 9. Exhort servants to be obedient <clears throat> unto their own masters and to please them well in all things and not answering again. Not answering again or not talking back. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again or not talking back. So when you honor somebody, when you respect somebody and the person is talking, you don't talk back. Each. So those of you Children, who keeps on talking back at your parents? It's a sign that you are, you are disrespectful. Okay. If you respect your mom, if you respect your dad, when they are talking, you don't talk back. You don't say back. Bad, bad. But what? <laughs> not answering again or not answering back. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So, so because you see, anybody you honor, you hear the word honor and respect is the same. Anybody you honor or you respect, 
when they are talking, you don't talk back. So obedient to your own masters. To please them well. Please them well in all things. Please them well in all things. Not answering again. Or it's an old English word, not answering back. And sad to say, some even some church members, when their pastor is preaching, they'll be answering, they'll be answering him back in their head. You know, you see, if you want a pastor and you know that, I mean, God said, I'll give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and wisdom. And you believe that that man is called by God. How come that when he's talking, you are answering back in your head? Mercy. Mm. Mercy. Not answering back. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, not answering back. That's honor. You see, you honor somebody. You see, I'm telling you, you honor somebody, you honor somebody. That's why he said, my son. You see, that's why I said, my son. Attend your ears to my saying. Just the fact that you incline to the person saying, maybe, see, that's in fact, you see, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Pro, pro, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Show that's the match. Yeah. Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. That's it. My son, if you are my son, okay? That's what he says. If you are my son, if I gave birth to you, if I'm your prophet, if I'm your, if I'm your prophet, if I'm your father, if I'm your pastor, if I'm your mother, it, once you qualify to be my son, whether spiritually or biological, then you are required to attend your years unto my... You are, you, are, you, are attend, you are required to attend unto my words and incline your ears unto what I say. That's honor. You know, let me say something. You don't, you don't attend to some of my words. No, no, no. You see, when you pick and choose what you want to obey from your father, your mother, or a pastor, you see, what I call selective obedience, you don't, you don't respect. Preach. Hmm. How come some of the things that he says, those ones by the spirit of God, by the other, some, 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 it's like you choose which of the words he's saying is by the anointing and which is from his stomach. Since when? Yeah. Selective obedience. No. Into my words. All my, incline. If you believe that the, the pastor or whoever it is put you together and say that and married you and say that whatsoever and say that what God has ordained, let no man put us in that. And you believe that that was, your marriage is from God. Even though a man put you together and said that what God had ordained together. It was a man who said that, that one you believe was from God. How come that this same man tell, is not telling you that, look, the way you are treating your husband is no good. So change. That one said, no, he's a man. That's why he's saying that. No. How can one be the spirit of God? One be a man. Mm. Selective. Selective obedience. Mm. Let me tell you something. My son, I tend to my words. See, that is why when Jesus Christ at the first miracle in Canaan, when Jesus Christ uh, was at the wedding, his mother came to tell the disciples, whatever he tells you to do, do it. In other words, take his word completely. Don't, don't, don't even argue. Mary told them that whatsoever he tells you to do, just do it. That's it. That's it. If you want, if you want to see his miracle power, if you want to see his blessing, he said, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. That's what Mary told them. Whatsoever. Not some. Mary, Mary told the disciple, whatsoever. If you want to see his miraculous power, if you want to see the breakthrough, the blessing, the anointing, then whatsoever he said unto you from the pulpit, from the man of God, just do it. Mm -hmm. and, and that is why, so when he came, say, look, when, so when Jesus came, say, look, fill the pictures with water and then draw. Immediately water was turned into wine because Mary had already told him, but let's look at that scripture. Okay? Look at that scripture in the book of Mark. In, in, in the book of John, sorry, John, John 2, 5. John chapter 2, verse 5, the first miracle in Cana. John chapter 2, verse 5. His mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Amen. Whatsoever what? He saith unto you. What? Whatsoever he saith unto you. What should you do? Do it. You, you know, you know, you know, 
continue. And there. Okay, uh, we, we, we all know the story because I don't have much time. But let, let's go back to that verse again. He says, whatsoever. In other words, anything Jesus tells you to do, he says, do it. Don't argue. Don't, don't say whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Don't say, what, he said, whatsoever. He said, do it. Do it. Just do it. Like I was telling my, the church in New York, that the first person who came with that Nike advert was Mary. No, Nike has this advert. Just do it. Mary, they quoted it from Mary. <laughs> Just do it. So it's, it's, not, it's not a matter of whether it makes sense. You know, let's be careful about selective obedience. This one I will obey. This one I will not obey. If you, if you, I mean, can you imagine when Jesus said, okay, now fill the pot with water. That one they will do. Then he said, okay, now go and draw the, go and draw the pot. Say what? And give it to the governor. What? Why? Do you want us to be punished? First, you say we should fill it with water. Now you go and draw the water and take it to the governor. Forget it. No. No. But he told him, whatsoever, if you want to see the miracle, if you want to see the breakthrough, then you will honor the prophet. Whatsoever he said, do it. That's right. Of course, of course this is, I'm saying this in the, in, in the biblical context. So long as it's based on the word of God. That's why Paul, Paul told the people in Berea that whatever you hear from me, go and check the scriptures if it's true. So, so long as the person is speaking from the Bible, I don't see why we should have arguments. Whatsoever he said, do it. Amen. Amen. So on this Father's Day, I want us to remember, okay? I want us to remember that God has blessed us. God has given us life. And God has given us a prophet, a father, a father. He prefers to be a father. That we should learn to honor him, okay? Honor him in whatever way. Mm -hmm. Honor him in whatever way. Especially paying attention to his words. That is why I want to encourage all of us, let's go to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the Makane. And there's so much blessing in it. You see, it, everything depends on how much you receive the prophet. If you receive the prophet wholeheartedly, you will get the blessing. Amen. Yes. Let's go back to the podcast. Let's go back to the Makane. When he said that we are having flow service, flow service, oh man, you must flow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you must flow. You must flow. Because you know that something prophetic is coming your way. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Pay attention to my words, my son. So I pray that God will bless us. We will benefit from the prophetic anointing. May our lives be established. Mm -hmm. By a prophet, he brought them out of Israel. And by a prophet, he established them. As we pay attention to the words of the prophet, as we pay attention to the words of our pastors, as we pay attention to the words of our parents, children, pay attention to the words of your father. Your father is not an old-fashioned man. He's not a talkative. He's not a madman. Great, mm. Reverend. Oh, Reverend, he talks too much. What do you mean he talks too much? Red, red, well, red, well, well. He doesn't. He doesn't understand. He does. He doesn't understand America. He doesn't. He doesn't understand America. He came. <laughs> he came here to give birth to you. It means he was here before you came. That's <laughs> it. From Bodhi, that's it. Pay attention. Okay, let us give attention to his words, because our blessing is in it. Amen. Our breakthrough is in it. Mary said, whatsoever. I want us to see, keep us in work. I want us to go back. You see, the flow, don't miss the flow service. These are prophetic times. Mm -hmm. Really, really prophetic times. I have known Bishop Dyke. I've known the prophetic, how, how he operates in the prophetic anointing. When I say, I say, I say it's like that. It's like, I can see the waters are staring. So let us go back. Let us listen to the podcast. Let us listen to the Makane. Let us join the flow services. Let us join because there's a blessing in it. Amen. 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 And may God bless you. And may God keep you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for a time in your presence. The Bible says, 
the one who kept Israel. He has never slept nor slumbered. This afternoon, as we come into you, as we are coming to your presence, Father, I pray for your grace and your mercy. Yes. May we be sons and daughters who incline our ears to our Father's words. Amen. May we attend to their sayings. Let us attend to their words. Let us incline our ears to their sayings. For Father, through them, you have given birth to us and our blessing is in them. I pray for each and every one here. As the prophet has declared, may none of his children come under the influence of this evil disease in the land. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, before you are not born again, I want you to give your life to Jesus Christ. My brother or my sister. You need, you, you, you need Jesus. Ask for Jesus yet. Yeah, I need him, you need him. All of us are beginning to see the futility that is in this world. There are a lot of things in this world matter anymore. Only Jesus matters. So if you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your person, please with every head bowed, every eye closed. I want us to pray this in this prayer. Father, we thank you. Say this after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come as a sinner. I come as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Save me. I want to be a child of God. I want a child of God. From today. From today. I don't want to be a child of the devil. I don't want to be a child of the devil. Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Amen. Amen. Pray that prayer for the first time. There is a number on the screen. Please, this is very, very important to us. So why don't you send your name? I am eager to pray with you and pray with you. And, 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 and let you become more and let you become more established in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Don't talk with the number. Please do it. Please do it. Don't say, don't say it's private. It's not private. Do it. And God will help you. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, um, I believe uh, it's time for communion. Before we take our second offering. Listen, we're going to have a powerful communion service today. And then we're going to... Listen, don't drop off because you're not going anywhere. You're in your house. Nobody should drop off. Okay? Don't drop off. You're not going anywhere. Honor God. Let us all stay. We are going to have the communion. We're going to take... We're going to cut... So please, let's join. Get get your communion ready. Ask Bishop Adak. Today, Bishop is going to lead us in communion. So everybody, go and get your communion. Let's get ready for communion with Bishop. Amen. You will love his reproof. You will love his correction. You will love everything he tells you. You will love his doctrines. You will love the macaner. You will love the point. Get your communion ready. We're going to start with Bishop. Please don't go anywhere. Get, get, get a communion. Get a communion. Because I want us to have a special communion with Bishop on this Father's Day. So you get your communion. We'll be with you very soon. Tell us love for you. Okay, we are ready. Are we ready? That's right. Good. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. 
That's QFCAnnouncements at gmail.com.